Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, joy is our superpower. Always takes us higher when life is feeling low. We will blossom like a flower, fill our mouths with laughter, gives us strength to glow. Special guest comedians, funny stories, segments too. We want to know what makes you laugh, what brings you joy when you are blue. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your family, tell a friend. Laughter is a gift for all, so share your smile and let's stand tall. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne. All right, everyone, welcome to episode six of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. I'm your host, Sade Champagne, and this is a brand new radio show that I have created, directed, and executive produced here on KJBU 99.3 FM. And yes, that is me singing on the theme song written by me and executive produced by Alberto Marrero Hernandez in Spain and the Quakes. I'll share more with you about me a little later in the episode, but first, let's introduce our special guest live in the studio with us professional LA-based comedian actress writer Leanne Tucker hello I have a special introduction for you that this is the first time I've done this more special than that oh yeah (laughs) I love it wake up wake up wake up wake up wake I need that to be my uh, morning alarm. I need that to be my morning alarm. Wake up! Get out of your sleep! <laughs> so, Leanne has performed in the largest touring stand-up comedy festival with the renowned Seattle International Comedy Competition and has worked as an audience warm-up for Adam Carolla's The Car Show. Leanne Tucker, how are you doing? I'm doing so great. <laughs> so great. I'm excited to be here. I love your energy always. Thank you. It was a beautiful drive. Yes. I didn't, I've, I really, I think I've been out here just a handful of times wow. and probably at night, so I didn't realize how beautiful it was. Yeah. Thank you so much out. for being here with us and driving out. And, Thanks for you having know, me. this is how much y'all are loved here in the 805 and to all my supporters around the world is that people are willing to drive and come and see you. And so I'm super grateful for Leanne and also shout out to. To Junior Leto from Luminary Sounds, who's been mentoring me and one of my dear friends, he gave me that idea about having that intro. <laughs> and so this is episode six. How I got did it he together. Know that I can't ever wake up. <laughs> and so I thought He's of psychic. something. I thought of something funny where I was like, "Oh my gosh, this would be so cool to have them coming into that." Because <laughs> you wouldn't expect that. Wake up. <laughs> so, Leanne, have you always been a funny person? And when did you first discover your passion for comedy? 
Uh, well, uh, you know, not to, to sound uh, uh, braggadocious, but I do think I've always been funny because I was sort of as a child, I was using it as like a coping mechanism you know mm-hmm. what I mean like just to get through the tough times mm-hmm. and uh and also like a way to make parents laugh so maybe if they're laughing you won't get grounded as long or you know <laughs> making friends laugh if they're you know right. hurt or something um and but I I always wanted to entertain I don't think I always knew it was comedy for a mm-hmm. very long time I wanted to be a dancer Ooh, so you got and some moves then, up in there I do I do she's I pretty mean, fly you know, for a, a little, white girl a little vodka will help them to come out <laughs> the liquid courage <laughs> back then I didn't need it but you know I was young and had this hot little body and, yeah you know you, um, girl you still hot well thank you I know I'm just hot in a more you know you mature know. way mm-hmm. but um but that's, always hot. better that's true. yes thank you for reminding me <laughs> you be forgetting all these hot women out here <laughs> that is getting it <laughs> that are even more mature than you, child. That's true. That's true. They are out here getting it. Good for them. Um, yeah, so I so I wanted to dance, and then, uh, you know, the timeline on dancing can run out kind of quick. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, it is an age-related type situation. So then I thought, well, you know, I could be like a, a J-Lo or a Britney, you know, like a, mm-hmm. I can't sing like Shoddy Champagne or anything, <laughs> like that opening credit song, which was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I thought, you know, if we auto-tune me up a little bit, I can still sell it in a mm-hmm. music video. So that was the dream for a little while then. Yeah. I thought I would go into acting, and I got my degree in theater. Ooh, you go, girl. And during all of this time, lots of people had said to me, I think you should try stand-up comedy. You should mm. try And I was like, oh, no, that's a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you're at a party and you're, like, just being funny and you mm-hmm. say something that's meant to be funny and no one laughs, no one has to know you were trying to be funny. Right. You know what I mean? You can right. just play it off and go on to the next thing. Yeah. But if you're on a stage, you're sort of saying, like, uh, attention, everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm here to make you laugh, you mm-hmm. know. And I just thought that seemed like crazy, mm-hmm. crazy pressure. Yeah. Um, so then um, I got my degree. And uh, I got a little money together. And I drove out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Sight unseen. Wow. Um, and, you know, struggled for a little bit, got a job, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I was taking an acting class mm-hmm. from a teacher who I really, really loved. She mm-hmm. was great. And mm-hmm. uh, Indigo Wilman. And she was like, you know, you, you're good at acting, but I, I feel like you're really more of a stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not, you're not the first person who's told me that, you know, wow. like maybe uh-huh. I should try it. Right. So uh, I did. And from the first, you know, mm-hmm. set of laughs, I was. Yeah. I was overtaken with love. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so phenomenal. And I think what's great, we talked about this a little bit before the show started, but I, one of the things I love that we're seeing now more than ever is people are showing that you can embrace all your different parts of your creativity. Yes. And even though that may have been a strength for you, and it is great when you see people that can call out that strength in you, you still can also enjoy the other aspects of your creative creativity while you're building up that particular one that may be your strongest. Absolutely. Absolutely. And who and who knows? Strongest, you know, when? where you know exactly on it's sort of the same thing with like my jokes really Mm -hmm. there's some jokes that for a while I would have said oh this is my Mm -hmm. a plus joke this kills him every time and you know it had its season and Mm -hmm. then we move on to to something else right know, that makes sense wasn't it doesn't mean it was a bad joke it's just it had its moment right I love that perspective so share with us a couple of your funniest memories it could be childhood memories it could be recent but a couple of things that are super funny to you (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, uh, we should do a disclaimer that not everything that's funny to me is funny (laughs) to everyone else. Yes. uh, (laughs) But there was, um, I was not prepared to tell this, but I do think it's funny. Mm -hmm. There was growing up, there was a, you know, an older guy who lived on the block with his parents and, uh, you know, 
he had some struggles, mm-hmm. probably some mental challenges there, mm-hmm. but he was known to be dangerous. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the parents were always like, be careful when you walk by. Right. Uh, we'll say John Doe's house. You mm-hmm. know, be careful when you walk by John Doe. Be right. careful. Da, da, da. So we were all like on high alert. You know, we're like mm-hmm. seven, eight. We're like, ah, there's a killer, John Doe. You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so <laughs> one day I walked down yeah. to the tennis courts with my friend mm-hmm. and uh, sort of an overgrown area back there. And, you know, I think some parent had said, like, be careful down there. They might have a tent down there or something. So we were sort of like, ooh, we're playing tennis, but also the John Doe guy might, you know, mm-hmm. show up. Right. And it was sort of like, probably he wouldn't, but, you know, we wanted like a little adventure and excitement mm-hmm. in our day. Yes. And we're playing tennis and I look up the field and there literally is a man coming down the field. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, do you think that's him? And she's like, I don't know, is it him? And we're like, ah, is it him? Where do we, which way do we go? Because we were sort of like yeah. in a cul-de-sac area, uh-huh. basically. And so I'm trying to be like all strong and brave in front of her. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, it's not going to be him. So right. we'll just find out and then we can stop with the anxiety. So right. like, John, you know, I yell out to the field expecting someone to be like, no, it's Michael. You yeah. know, and he's like, yeah. <gasps> and we're like, ah! <laughs> and we go running home. Sounds like a scary movie. <laughs> and then like scream. On, my friends, a different friend yeah. in the neighborhood, her father comes down, knocks yeah. on the door, talks to my mom. My mom's like, do you want to come to the door, Leanne? I come to the door and he's like, hi, um. I was walking to the tennis courts today and mm-hmm. you yelled my name and I'm like, your name is John also. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, I thought you were the killer. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I just think it's hilarious that I really thought like, okay, I'll just stand up here, ask this fool if yeah. his name is John. <laughs> and then when it's not, we'll be safe. And woo, did we freak out <laughs> when he said, yeah, we were like, ah. <laughs> and the, 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 y'all, if you see her in here in the studio too, her facial expressions, <laughs> that's one of the things I love about Leanne is she has such great facial expressions. I'm very animated. Oh, I love your and animation. And these eyes of mine, you yeah. can imagine they were, looked much larger on a tiny little seven-year-old, <laughs> you know, so if you think I'm animated now, you should have seen me then i was oh, just like ah! i love your eyes <laughs> they're full of so much life you know oh my goodness so i always share with everyone how comedians have been very cathartic and influential to my life you know giving me comfort some, during some of my hardest and most difficult times and i'm just so grateful providing me some of my fondest memories you know i always say y'all are like the superheroes with no capes on and you're doing the good lord's work <laughs> more people saying that to us. So just know, people, just because we see, y'all make it look so easy, which we always tell people, if it looks really easy, you have to almost know. I'm not saying, of course, it is a gift for that person, but that's how much effort, you know, has taken um, been take, put into what you do to make it look so easy. And so we love sharing that with our listeners and reminding everyone you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here. And the show re-airs throughout the week on the station. And also it's going to be available to download on Spotify, Anchor FM, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. So people can go back and listen to this anytime. Amazing. <laughs> so um, how did you first get into comedy, and when did you know you wanted to pursue it professionally? Well, th- I mean, honestly, that, that first time that I got laughs, and I, I didn't, when I got those laughs, I didn't feel like I had done anything all that special. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. wasn't like, at this point, I hadn't put in 10 years. You right. know what I mean? I yeah. put, put in a couple of weeks, and, and I got the laughs, which... Mm-hmm. feels like love so it's like I got the love yes. you know yes and then I thought well this is it then you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I knew I wanted to entertain and I wanted uh to be recognized for that right. I just wasn't sure you know what avenue mm. and it just went so well that I felt like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this wow 
I love that. And for any comedians that are interested in being a guest on the show, make sure you reach out to me via social media on my Instagram. I am Sade Champagne, Facebook Sade Champagne or Twitter Sade Champagne. And you can email Sade Champagne music at gmail.com. And the same goes for musical artists who would like to submit their music to be played on the show. Girl, we are getting awesome. like booked months in advance for guests to be I'm on so the show. I'm so glad I got in here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. got in. I got in. And you are one of the first people I reached out to to I be on the that. show I and so that. as soon as I remember sending you the email and getting everything set up and it was like it was a no-brainer I was like I'm in <laughs> I'm in I was like I want her on here and so tell us about the process of how you write your jokes and develop your comedy stories I would say in the beginning uh, and, and maybe I should revisit that a little bit too yeah. you know because sometimes you get lazy in the beginning I was very good about really writing something out coming up with a premise you know sort of an idea for the joke and like brainstorming and you know lots of, of physical writing on the paper mm-hmm. um and got sort of a core group of jokes that way that you know i was doing regularly and then once i had sort of a core set that i could do places i realized how much the joke grows on its own mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. me sitting down with a notepad it's because i'm in a room with this group of people and these people reacted in this kind of a way and right. made me tell the joke in this kind of a way. Mm-hmm. And then I found something new in the joke. Mm. And so I just made it a point to always, at least always uh, audio record. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get video and that's great too, but always audio record um, because I say things off the cuff in the moment mm-hmm. that add to the joke right. <clears throat> that I'm probably not going to remember later if I'm mm-hmm. in the moment. I'm, I'm really not. Right. The memory banks are not on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll listen back, you know, later. And I'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, it was funnier when I used this word mm-hmm. as opposed to the last time. Or wow. this time I added such and such, you mm-hmm. know. Sometimes I'll even go back to some really old tapes and I'll be listening to a joke. And I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know which joke I'm doing Mm -hmm. but it doesn't sound like the way I do it anymore you know Mm. and to the point where I'll be like I can't believe I was telling it like that I'm so embarrassed like Mm. it wasn't good enough you know wow so it's really interesting to just see how much it kind of grows on Mm -hmm. its own that's Um, fascinating and then I might go home with that and then try to write on that Mm -hmm. but I tend to do a lot uh while I'm up there Mm -hmm. I mean obviously if it's a you know I'm getting paid or it's an right. important gig. I'm not just going to, you know, right. Right. <laughs> open mic it in right. the middle that's, of somebody's. That's why y'all do open mics for. And Absolutely. that's why you do a lot of, even, you know, comedians that are established like yourself and been doing it for so many years, you still do open mics and different things because that's how you work out the joke Absolutely. and what it's going to, you know, um, the direction you're going. And I kind of like to do some of that. Um, open mics are great, but also you're there <clears throat> with a lot of comics mm-hmm. who, you know, I'm a comic as well. <clears throat> I don't really care what you're saying up there, John. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm focused on what I'm yeah. about to go up there. Right. So it's kind of hard to get the feedback. So a lot of times I like to do like a bar show. You can take a sip of water. We got time. This is your episode, girl. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just so excited to be talking. I'm like, <laughs> okay, let me just tell you my life story. Shadi's <laughs> like, all right, calm down. We have an hour. You're going to get it all out. No, uh, keep the excitement <laughs> going, but take your water breaks, girl. <laughs> You could be like, hold up for a second, Shade. Let me take my moment. Yes, let me speak slowly. Um, <laughs> sorry, where was I? In so life? you were saying um, when you're at the, you do like open mics, but it's like oh, you're yeah. not focused on that comedian. You're focused on your Well, own, it's yeah. harder to get a true oh, okay. audience, a gauging an audience's that makes reaction. Because they're not a normal audience. Right, that Even makes if it's sense. a good joke, they understand joke structure oh, okay. in a different way. Right. So they may see it coming. Yeah. And a regular audience mm. wouldn't. So you so, like that more spontaneous or people that are just um, enjoying it as a fan 
Yes. That I, makes that's, sense. I mean, that would be my ideal that audience. That makes sense. Is someone who's there for fun. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll do like a bar show or a mm-hmm. show where the stakes are not really high so yeah. I can play a little. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'll just like start with something strong, mm-hmm. try some of the new stuff in the middle. If it's not going well, I can always just yeah jump out of there and go into stuff I know works. Right. And then, you know, close solidly. Mm-hmm. But then that way, <clears throat> excuse me, that way I get a real audience, mm-hmm. a real reaction. I can really see mm-hmm. what parts of that joke worked, didn't yeah. work. You know, you can tell the energy, the faces. Right. <laughs> you know if yes. it's hitting or not. You right. Know? Yeah. And that's uh, that's something I love with comedians, too, is y'all are very and just for being a performer and entertainer, you are very observant, you know, and so you uh, notice even like the tiniest little things that are happening and that people are doing. And for me, as a comedy fan and as a consumer, uh, you know, and someone who loves to enjoy the shows, it's always fascinating to watch as these things are happening because I'm enjoying the show and I'm also watching how the comedian how you're watching people and you're paying attention to these things Absolutely. which on a side note that had to have been really hard during the pandemic when you're either doing it on zoom and people have masks on it's like because some people out and sometimes if I'm like if I'm on a plane or something and I will, will wear a mask just because people like love to cough in my face and yeah. it's like you're Planes getting ready especially. to go yes yeah. and you like you're getting ready to go and sing or speak somewhere or perform and you're like they can't just book somebody else, you know, and so in those closed spaces like that. But it's like you I'll be thinking to myself, I'm smiling all big at someone. And then I and remember I don't a, even know. exactly. So what was that I, like? Well, I, well, aside from yeah. comedy, just in, in the real world, when yeah. I had on the mask. Yeah. I started like squinching up my eyes. If yeah. you took off the mask, I'm not smiling. I'm yes. like making a weird face <laughs> to squinch up my eyes to prove to people I'm smiling under this <laughs> mask. You know, <laughs> meanwhile, I've probably given myself like so many more wrinkles outside of my eyes. No. I'm like, it's the mask. <laughs> It's the masks that did it. It's not aging. You're um, so silly. No, the pandemic, yeah. you know, I'll... I, I, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, how much more trip I going to go? I had like four I, different but, but, ways I was going to go. Zoom comedy is yeah. great for the people for whom that works. Yes. It does not work for me. Yeah, you like, uh, um, that's not my thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to say that because I'm. there's no, I mean, that's great. A lot yes. of comics continued right. really. And you had to find a way, something. You had to find yeah. something. Um, but obviously it's not ideal. It's not your first, second, third, fourth, fifth choice. No, no, it really, I mean, I did do, I think I did two things that were Zoom yeah. over the pandemic. One was a birthday roast of oh, okay. a comedian friend. Yeah. So okay. of course I had to do that. Yeah. Um, and then the other was, uh, a lady who I, I think she's you know does a lot in television so of mm-hmm. course I was like yes you know what whatever show you want yeah and I'm thinking you know like seven or eight minute sets yeah. like what are we doing and she's like okay you're doing a half hour and they're, <gasps> they're gonna do uh, like a half hour question and answer <gasps> and I was like you know you gotta yeah. play it cool so I'm yes like, yeah great no problem sounds good <laughs> uh-huh I hang up the phone and I'm like ah <laughs> I've not been doing zoom comedy and now I've gotta freshen up uh, but it ended up actually yeah. being a really great show yeah but it is true even on zoom they and sometimes they do this in live too where people are just smiling at you yeah and that's great yeah. i mean like i appreciate your smile yeah. but a little vocal yes. laughter yes it's <laughs> always yeah. a little more encouraging right. when you're when you're doing your thing yeah so during the pandemic i sort of took that time to mm-hmm. um leading up to the pandemic i'll say that with i have had kind of a stressful mm-hmm day job and mm-hmm. I was you know grinding and doing right. the comedy and all that and trying to you know have a love life and, yes you know get my and trying to be a human done yeah and, you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
there's lots of things on yes. my list of things to do. Yes. So I was getting pretty close to burnt out. Mm, I can only imagine. And then when they were like, hey, uh, everyone has to stay home for a little while. I was like, what? <laughs> this is my dream come true. And I can blame it all on the pandemic. Yes. You know, so no one can say yes. like, oh, Leanne, you know, kind of jumped out of comedy for a minute. No, yeah. I didn't. It was yes. the pandemic. Exactly. Meanwhile, I'm like taking all the naps in the yes. world. <laughs> yes. You're rejuvenating yourself. I was. I was yeah. hiking all the time. That's so cool. It was really awesome. I mean, yeah. I know that's terrible. We were in a pandemic. It right. wasn't awesome for everybody. No, but. but I get what you're saying. You still were able to find the joy in the midst of that hard time. And so and have some have a little freedom. Right. That makes sense. I think that's phenomenal and be able to, to see that. And then also, if since it is since it's my show. Girl, yes. <laughs> It sure is. Um, Also during the pandemic, my good friend, Heather Mm -hmm. Terman, who's a comedian and Mm -hmm. a uh, movie maker, and Mm -hmm. she's like all of us here, she's uh, multi-talented. She came over and she had just gotten some new um, camera equipment. Mm -hmm. And we kind of talked about an idea for Mm -hmm. like a quick, you know, just to test out her equipment, like a little short. Mm -hmm. And we did it and we actually really love it. (laughs) The lighting was not ideal yeah. because it, we were just testing right. out a new camera in my, you know, yeah. little apartment. Yeah. But um, it's called The Algorithm. Ooh. And uh, it's on YouTube and it sort of yeah. t- touches on, you know, like yeah. how the social media and the algorithm and all yes. that has become, people become so obsessed with it, you know, oh. with getting the likes and yeah. the hearts and all of and that. And that's what's on your YouTube channel, right? I think it's also on my YouTube. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to be talking about that because we want to hear about all the things that you've been up to and what's happening. And I love what you said, too. It's funny because you're like, the lighting wasn't the best. But I don't know if you know, some of the stuff that ends up blowing up and that does so well is just literally people just feel connected and they love what's happening. Yes. They're not thinking like, oh, my gosh, is this lighting the best? Is this thing the best? And I've even noticed that in my career because, like, yes, I may be like I'm professional, you know, and I articulate all these things, but I'm not necessarily always the most polished or do everything like where it's so perfectly in alignment. You mean you're but- human? What? <laughs> you know, but that's what I people I was starting could- to doubt. I'm feeling better now. I was like, hmm, where, where did they plug her in at? <laughs> you know, or like even I'll be at places and they'll be like, you know, you came to a red carpet and you didn't wear any makeup. I'm like, well, y'all, y'all, if you see me on my social media, I only literally wear it if I'm doing a photo shoot or something. And that's just for me. So if that, that doesn't just because I don't do that doesn't mean, you know, people don't connect with me because they're like, oh, my gosh, she looks the most right, perfect. Right. All oh, the time. I love her smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I think just to encourage you in that is as we get more into talking about your projects to know, like, that is great. You know what I mean? That you're able to just do it from your passion and what you love and not everything has to be like the best this and the best that. And yes. sometimes that'll suck all the joy and the excitement out of everything. We thought about redoing <laughs> it because yeah. it's so good, but like with the better lighting, but yeah. I don't know if we can capture it again yes. as wonderfully if, as we did that time. The yeah. reason I know that it's good yeah. is because I'm my worst critic mm-hmm. and still, and I've watched it um, probably more times than I care to yeah. admit. Yeah. And every time I do, I laugh. Yeah. And it's me doing, like, you know yeah. what I mean? The idea that I'm laughing that hard at myself, I feel like it's mm. got to be relatable. I love that. I think that's so we incredible. Really whenever we watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leanne, do you like acting more or stand-up comedy more? They're so very different. Mm-hmm. I, I've had, obviously, I've had more experience with stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. This is, I've done about 11 years now. And Wow, you go, girl. Yeah, so. Okay. So, I would say that, I guess I'm I'm technically a little more comfortable with stand up, mm-hmm. but um, stand up, you're at least for me anyway. You are very much 
you Mm -hmm. authentically you that's what's gonna work that's Mm -hmm. you know so when I'm up there I'm kind of vulnerable Mm -hmm. I end up saying things Mm -hmm. that are truths on stage that Mm -hmm. maybe I wouldn't have shared yeah had I you know not been entertaining right but then with acting you get to be someone else Mm -hmm. which is such kind of a relief in some ways yeah so I don't it's hard to say I I would like to do more acting Mm -hmm. and then I could answer that question better so send in your movie offers (laughs) send her everything on uh, movies and shorts and and all that fun stuff commercials your girl she is ready and so what's something that you're currently working on and trying to make funny like a joke or obviously you can only tell us so much but is there something particular that you're trying to work on and make funny well or an idea an idea that I'm sort of starting out on now is I'd like to do something I had sort of like a we'll say challenging Mm -hmm. childhood Mm -hmm. Uh, not in any sort of a victim way what have you again that's where my my comedy came Mm -hmm. from yeah Um, but there are some stories there Mm -hmm. that I find funny Mm -hmm. I'd like to put out a book of short stories Um, and in terms of making it funny again like I have a I'm sort of not always with my stand-up, but just as a person, I like dark comedy. Mm-hmm. So I like things to be a little, yeah. you know. Um, and so there's been some times where I've had jokes about my childhood mm-hmm. that people with an equally challenging childhood found hilarious. Yeah. And regular, healthy, well-adjusted adults yeah. were like, that's <laughs> so sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want to tell those stories in a way where yeah. everybody can find them funny right. and not just those of us that were traumatized right. in our childhoods. <laughs> so yeah. that will be that will be my challenge yeah. in, in putting that book together. Oh, I think that it's going to come out really great. And so I want to talk about, you know, when we first met and we met through um, – an amazing show that you were doing. You were an on-air mm-hmm. personality and assistant producer for Generation U Radio, a hip-hop-based mixed-format internet radio slash television show on Sirius XM. Yes. With um, on Jamie Foxx's channel, right? I want to say I know it was he uh, Scotty Trippin, the, okay. the executive yes. producer of the show, yes, and and, and on air talent yes. of the show has strong connections. Okay, with the so I do remember. Fox yes, so I remember seeing. So you were on that for two years, and I remember meeting you there. Yes. and just like I said, this was I don't know however many years ago, um, and we really connected and stayed in touch all these years yes. later. And I just remember your bright smile, your funny personality, <laughs> just how sharp and witty you were. And I just was like, man, she is on fire. And I really enjoyed that about you. And Thank that was you. something that I still remember to this day. And you still have that. Well, I remembered thinking that you were so put together that you just were like really on top of your game. <laughs> and since I run around with a lot of comics, yeah. typically comics are mm-hmm. not so, yeah. you know, professional <laughs> together. Um, <laughs> so I was like especially impressed by that. And yeah. then even though we have not seen each other in person right. in many years, yeah. we've been on social media and mm-hmm. you've just been – I mean, every time you come through my feed, you're doing something new. I'm like, this girl is like, (laughs) you know, taking over the world. Thank you. I'm over here just writing the next joke. And she's like, now I'm singing. Now I'm dancing. Yeah, but guess what? Your girl is not a comedian. (laughs) Okay. I am not a comedian. Even though people are like, oh my gosh, you'd be so great at stand-up comedy. I don't think so. Because I would rely on my other skills and talents. And as soon as I'm not getting. Exactly. And I know some people are like, well, that's great. No, it's not. I need to be like you and the other comedians. Y'all will stand there there and you'll take it on the chin and you'll do it with your chest (laughs) and you will take it and you are not going to try to you know squirm your way out of it now maybe obviously for people like dc young fly jamie fox they found ways to like weave it into what they do 
But for me, no, it would be a cop out. And so once we make it to the top, 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 then yes, we're going to do whatever <laughs> right. we want. Madonna did a stand up right. set. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> but I have I'll so be much- like, listen, I'm going to do this music video real quick. <laughs> and I don't care that I'm 75 years old. We're going to do it. <laughs> you shouldn't mind because all these housewives and all these other reality TV no stars doubt. that are doing it and getting top in the charts and everything. And so I don't see why not. And I know people would be surprised to hear me say that as someone who sings. But, you know, I'm, I'm or maybe know. I could be in one of your videos. Maybe oh, that's be fun. why the world brought us together again. It's really <laughs> maybe we do a duet together. So that, I do the, the singing and you well, sing. I'll with just me, be you like, like your comedy. hype woman and I can twerk a little bit in the back. You know, <laughs> that's so funny. I can throw in like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the back. Don't make me sing. We won't get album sales if if I'm actually singing. But, you know, if they do with my music producers, they do some really great work. Oh, they can T-Pain me. Yes. They can auto-tune me. And so they'll really, you know, mix around. Then I'll be at a comedy show and they'll be like, sing something for us. Your voice is so beautiful. And you're going to Millie Vanilli it? I'll be like, just a second. Sade, hit play. Hit play on the... Oh my goodness, that would be hilarious. So we're going to go into a song break. I'm so excited to premiere this song live on air. This is Ventura County's very own Larson Thompson. She's a dear friend of mine, and she is a fashion model, a professional dancer, singer, writer, and she has worked with some of the most incredible brands, and she has blown up. I've known her since she was 14. Should we put her in our music video? (laughs) (laughs) She would be so much fun in that. And she, uh, she came as a celebrity guest to one of my charity events many years ago and we've stayed in touch all these years and to see her coming out with her brand new single I'm excited to debut it live on air and to also put it in rotation on my show so this is Larson Thompson with Roots keep listening to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM Yeah. 
right, welcome back everyone to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. You're listening to episode six and we have the vivacious, beautiful, and funny Leanne Tooker live in the studio with us. Leanne, are you having fun? Yes, I think I want you to come introduce me every time I do a comedy show. <laughs> the vivacious. The, that is you. The audience is like, what's going on? This is a different intro. <laughs> I'm like, shut up and listen. That I'm is beautiful. You. <laughs> you sure are. You sure are. And if you want to be a sponsor for my Laugh About It radio show or donate to any of the work I'm doing, please reach out via email or in or on my social media. So before we get into an awesome game, I forgot to ask you one last question before our break. I want to know, how do you want to incorporate comedy, joy, and laughter more in your life and career this year? I will say that uh, with my comedy, I'm really trying uh, more, especially because I think the pandemic showed all of us that life is short and you know you really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and it's it's for me what I came away with is it's really more about collecting experiences than it is about like achieving goals or achieving you know some level of stardom I want to just have memorable I want to be you know when it's the end of my days I want to be like thinking back on all these wonderful memories so I want to approach my comedy more Mm -hmm. Uh, less about I'm going to go in and win. I'm going to go in and make them all laugh and, mm. you know, kill, which was sort of like my attitude before. Yeah. I want to go in more of like, I want to have a good time with these people. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if that will change. It may not change at all how it comes across to the audience, mm-hmm. but it will change it for me in terms of my intention, mm. you know. I think that's powerful and that's such a great perspective to have, you know, and just for everyone because you sometimes we get so focused in on our goal and what the dream is that we're not having fun. Exactly. And we forget why we do what we do. And then what's the point? Right. <laughs> if you're and not having fun, why exactly. are you doing it? And the and we forget that it's a journey, you know? And so I love that because I think to myself, so many things I've been able to achieve and dreams that have come to pass because I was so focused on a destination and I was worried and stressed all the time and comparing myself to others. Yes. If it wasn't for social media and technology to see those pictures and videos I don't know if I would have remembered <laughs> those moments because you're just like yeah. boom 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 absolutely and absolutely. part of that is understandable because of the quote-unquote grind but I still believe we can have grace and we can have joy and peace in that quote-unquote grinding yes. if that makes sense yes and I can have happiness without necessarily making it to the yes. Dave Chappelle level, if, yes. you know, if that's not in my journey. Right. You know? Yeah. And there's so many ways to be successful. That's what people forget. There's that's so the many it's ways. It's like redefining and, success. Yes. And it's yes. no longer what what my dad or, you yes. know, what my parents said. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think we've all had to, like, especially with inflation yeah. and rising house prices and stuff, like, right. we need to let go sort of of this capitalistic view of, you right. know, go get married. Yes. Have children immediately, buy a home and be forever, right. you know, indebted. Yeah, we have we just have so many we have such a um, small, narrow way of thinking of how people can be successful and be happy. And so people are shocked when they'll be like, oh, my gosh, you've been doing this professionally for almost 18 years now. But I I don't see one American Idol or when, you know, American Idol or this show. And I'm like, child, a lot of those people, either my friends and just to be honest, they may be either at the same level that I am or I might be further along than some of them because it's not just that's just not the only way to do it and that's not the only way to make money my (laughs) parents are not going to believe that i have accomplished anything until i'm like you know here's my hbo special right and even then they'd probably be like well and you're gonna do another one after that i'd be like (laughs) can look i just made it here can we celebrate this for a minute yes yeah yeah so and i love it (laughs) because 
it, may, it might be where some people were like, uh, it's like it doesn't matter what you do, where you go, and especially me being a woman of faith and then um, growing up where I have, it's like you could do all these things and having so much fun and be joyful. And they'd be like, but where's your husband? <laughs> yes, exactly. And where are your kids? But you're going to die alone because you don't have children. I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to die happy because I don't have children. Like, I mean, they're just not for yes. everyone, you and know. Like, and who and who is going to take care of you when you get old? And I'm like, um, I have best friends and people in my life yeah. right now that were literally like, "Will you stay single, with me and live with me?" And people without children, yeah. and and married people without yeah. children, all have very valuable lives. Yes, you know, everybody, absolutely. So that just was so funny when you said that. <laughs> so we are about to play one of our favorite games on the show called say what where we ask you say rapid what? fire questions and oh, you have to answer fire. with the first thing that comes to mind oh. and if you want to pass like you absolutely want to since you've been such a great amazing guest i'll let you pass, I get a pass. Okay. <laughs> but try not to use too many passes okay <laughs> all right favorite comedian um that always changes because my sense of comedy changes you know when growing up i was like you know eddie murphy richard Pryor. yes and it was like janine garofalo Chris Rock. Yes. You know. Um so I don't I don't have a favorite per se right now. I mean, yeah. you know, Chris Rock is always very solid. Yes. Uh, you know, obviously. I mean, you know, the yeah. we know the the top people, right. but sometimes it's just a joke. The the thing I'm terrible about though mm-hmm. is I will go to a comedy show and, you know, obviously whether I'm in it or not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm around a lot of comedy, there'll be a great joke yeah. that I loved. I almost you know, went to the bathroom in my pants. I loved it so much. <laughs> and then at the end of the show, I can't tell you what the joke was. Yeah. Like, I'm the worst you just at remember remembering the experience. other yeah, 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 I'm the worst at remembering other people's stuff. So when's the last time you laughed really hard? Okay. Uh, in December, I was lucky enough to get to go <clears throat> to Hawaii on vacation with a friend of mine, a friend and her family. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm a grown woman, but I have to wear a night guard at night so that I don't grind my teeth, okay? Yeah. And when you wear one of those things, you know, you kind of talk like a kid who's got, like, headgear on or something. You know, it's like a, you know, it impedes your yes. speech quite a bit. Yes. I'm not usually talking to people when I wear it. You right. know, I'm alone. No, you're I, ready to go to bed. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to bed. Um, but so, you know, we were sharing a room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we turn off the lights. We're going to bed. I pop in the night guard. Right? Yeah. And then we're, like, on TikTok or something. And she's like, oh, hey, did you see this? She starts talking to me. And then I start talking to her. You know, like, with, I mean, it sounds even worse than that. I should have brought it just to demonstrate on air. But it was it was so ridiculous that she was like, I, I can't talk to you like this. I feel like, you know, you're a teenager in headgear. And it was just one of those things where, yeah. like, in the moment, hearing me talk, you know, however I was talking <laughs> – we got so tickled. It yeah. was one of those like where you can't stop laughing. And then when the other person, you look at them laughing, now you're laughing harder. And then yes. it's like contagious. <laughs> and then we're like crying. And she's like, yeah. take the night guard out you know, <laughs> so we can talk about this guy. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, OK, hang on. <laughs> Which is also not very attractive when you're yeah. like taking it out. Oh, you know? <laughs> my goodness. You were so funny. Um, what is the best compliment you've ever received from a fan or audience member? Um, they do say lovely things. I, I'm sure that I've gotten some compliments beyond, you know, mm-hmm. you were so funny, great set. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a compliment that I would more remember mm-hmm. um, is a compliment that I've gotten from another comedian. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, no offense, audience, but yeah. you guys are kind of easy. The comics are hard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I did a joke. Actually, it was the first time that I had tried a joke, to mm-hmm. tried writing a joke about the challenging childhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
and it went over well and mm-hmm. I was excited about it and a comedian came up to me afterwards and they said that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying wow. to find a way to talk about the stuff and make it funny and like you really did that and yeah. also comics we're not running around complimenting each other all yeah. the time I mean not to say that we don't right. ever but no y'all are roasting each other but I yeah see. it's not it's not real <laughs> you know it's not always like a lovey-dovey situation right. so if a, a comic comes yeah. up to you afterwards and compliments your joke I mean yeah. you can rest assured they meant that yeah and it, and it means that much more to me wow. coming from them so yeah what is your favorite joke of yours well, now, see, that also changes. Because, mm-hmm. I mean. What's your favorite joke of yours right now? Right now, which also part of what makes it favorite is that it's like newer to me. So mm-hmm. it's fresher. Yeah. Is, uh, I have a joke. I won't. I'm not going to tell the No, because they need to come and see you live. That's right. And it also just doesn't really work that way. But, oh, right. you know, it's better with a room <laughs> full of people. But it's a joke about right. a. Um, I got a tribal art sun tattooed mm-hmm. on my stomach when I was like 20 (laughs) Uh, because apparently this girl was like oh yeah my stomach that area will never get bigger (laughs) which you know you can do all the abs in the world the look that i've given her y'all is like the wide-eyed shocked emoji (laughs) exactly like what yeah so let's just say that the sun has grown in size (laughs) over the years (laughs) okay oh my goodness what brings you joy um Laughter, making other people laugh, mm-hmm. dance, music. I love music. Yes. I'm it, when I'm driving. I'm in a nonstop music video, mm-hmm. and just depending on what the song is, I can go from hip hop to yeah. a ballad to yeah. you know. Uh, who or what inspires you, Leanne? You know, uh, growing up, uh, Madonna was a big inspiration for me, um, and we can talk about it later. But I, mm-hmm. I actually, with a friend of mine, put put out a book on Madonna. Yeah, that's our next segment Um, coming up. So she was a big inspiration because she was a woman and she was strong and she was sort of like, you know, like me for who I am, take Mm -hmm. me as I am kind of a thing. Um, And so that was great. That was inspiring. But I would say that now that I'm here and I'm in Hollywood and I'm, you know, doing the thing, I am inspired on the regular by my talented friends Mm. like yourself. Mm. um, You know, like my good friend, I think I mentioned earlier, Heather. Just so many talented people and to see them and and you're friends with them and you know them and you know they're human and they're real and you know they're not drinking some kind of secret sauce and right and they're doing it and they're succeeding you know that really inspires you to to Mm -hmm. try to do the same Mm, i love that and lastly favorite comedy movie favorite comedy movie also i'm hitting that age one day you'll be there (laughs) <laughs> I, gladly I'm hitting that age where I can never remember the titles to anything no okay well I, I take that back halfway in and I'll be like wait a minute I did already see this I didn't remember until right now but I have already watched this um I would just some movies that I'll throw out there that come to mind uh Bridesmaids oh, obviously yes. anything yes with, uh, Melissa McCarthy is hilarious love her um a dark comedy mm-hmm. again not everyone's cup of tea mm-hmm. and it's an old film mm-hmm. you'd have to find it but very bad things mm. is a let me write this down very I, bad if things. you like dark comedy it's dark it mm-hmm. is dark but i find it hilarious very bad things movie okay um and then also the classic office space mm-hmm. you know just because most of my most of my uh money making work is in an office so right. i feel like i know that yeah that special kind of hell <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. But if you've ever worked in an office and you watch Office Space, you're like, yes, yes, they are speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I get this. So coming up is our What's Next segment. Please tell us what you're currently working on, what you have coming up. Share anything you'd like to promote from the past, present, 
or future. You've had numerous comedic roles and wrote and performed sketch comedy as a member of the sketch group Basic Genius. You have also both co-hosts and you're the creator of Leanne Tooker is Not Crazy, a 50-episode podcast with comedian interviews. Also, you have a comedy album in the room available on iTunes, Amazon, and most major platforms. And then, of course, we're also going to talk about your book, Madonna Fans Do It Better. And so share with us all the things from past, present, and future because some of these are new fans that are coming in and they need to know all the ways they can enjoy you. Great. Please enjoy me in all the ways, people. <laughs> Uh-oh, I've opened myself up. I'm going to be leaving a show some night. Some guys like, you did say all the ways. I'll be like, ah, uh, that's not what we were talking about, man. She meant, I meant all my content. <laughs> Buy my album. Exactly. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> and book me for some paid comedian that's gigs. That's right. That's right. Um, I do have a comedy album out that I'm uh, still, I, I released it uh, early 2019, but still super proud of it. Uh, yeah. Those jokes are still very solid. It's mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Wow. And um, actually what it was is, as I mentioned earlier, how I do audio recordings every time I do a show, mm-hmm. just for my own personal, you know, hearing right. back what I've done. Um, some of those clips were like really great. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it just kind of, I was at a place where like I wanted more to show mm-hmm. for all the time I'd spent doing this. Right. And, um, and um, sorry, I've just lost my train of thought. <laughs> yes, with your comedy album. Yeah, and so those clips, I, I thought, you know, I can't, I can't get that moment back. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately was at that time too worried about how I would look in a video, so I wasn't videotaping as often as I should. Mm-hmm. I was audio, and I thought, can we put, can we put some of these show clips together, mm. and and like really just give the listener sort of the experience of being in the room. The mm-hmm. album's titled "In the Room." Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you're able to hear sort of like you can hear the audience. There's times where, you know, I kind of deal with people in the audience. So you're hearing mm-hmm. live, you know, back and forth. Um, I'm just it's a it's a great it's a 30 minute full mm-hmm. set. It's very funny. And uh, you do get a sense of what it's like to be in the room during wow. a comedy show. 30 minutes is a long time to be doing it. I'm it's like a, thinking it's a, like it's a solid 30. I mean, I, I have more than 30 minutes, right. obviously. But those are, That's you know, a lot. at the time I put my the top of the top that I had. I love that. that. So that is for your comedy album, which is called In the Room. And that is on iTunes, Amazon and most major platforms. What else? And then also um, during the pandemic, I mentioned my friend Heather, she and I had done that short, mm-hmm. The Algorithm. Yes. Um, she and I, we've been friends now for probably like nine years. When we, we were actually in that basic genius sketch group together. Mm-hmm. And I had her over at my house and she saw a Madonna book on my shelf and she was like, oh, well, you know, I'm like the number one Madonna fan. And I was like, <laughs> what? Uh, no, I'm the number one Madonna fan. <laughs> we kind of had to hash it out where uh, we have a little bit of an age difference. So mm-hmm. we have a different era of madonnas that you know were so inspiring to us but we were started talking about it and hanging out at my apartment and i i had found a journal that i kept mm-hmm. way back in the day i didn't save many of them mm-hmm. i don't know i wish i had now because mm-hmm. these were hilarious yeah <clears throat> but we read in there some of the things and i was very young you know i'm writing about like madonna's sex book came mm-hmm. out you know mm-hmm. and i'm writing about the rumors that i heard yeah. i lived in texas so you know they're yeah. very conservative and right i'm hearing all kinds of crazy things which that, is crazy that madonna's considered more conservative now when you see I know, how I things know, have done <laughs> her and prince would be considered more she conservative got in trouble for, like the first mtv video music awards yes. her thigh showed and yes. everyone was like her career is over yeah and then now <laughs> and now they're see? like hey moms you want to twerk at home you know like, and they're like <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's like, yeah, we've come a long way, but yeah. she is part of why we yes. made that progress. That's true. Um, so anyway, we were reading yeah. this journal and we got so tickled over the kinds of things I was saying about right. Madonna at the time. And uh, Heather came up with a great idea. We should do a book. Mm-hmm. We should do a book and put your journals in it. And then the, the idea just sort of grew from there. And what we ended up doing is putting out a call to submissions to Madonna fans worldwide and had people send in essays mm-hmm. for consideration, you wow. know. And so it's a it's an anthology, but we call it a fanthology. Ooh, that's and smart. And so there's stories from different people all over the world who mm-hmm. were inspired by Madonna. I have an essay in there. Heather has an essay in there as well. That is a that's um, a true fan right there. Y'all are true and fans. And we got we also got art from you know fans that drew Madonna, mm-hmm. and we got tweets, mm-hmm. funny tweets that people mm-hmm. have tweeted about Madonna. And I'll put it in the book, and that's available on Amazon as well. Great. Even if you're not a Madonna fan, it's a great book it to really see how she's impacted. Because it was kind of neat. We got all these stories. We don't, you know, we didn't tell them what to write. Just mm-hmm. like write about your experience with Madonna. Mm-hmm. Then when we get them all, it was such an easy through line that you could see through all the essays like that she really what she did for me she did for millions of people Mm, you know mm -hmm. yeah well I'm excited too because I'm going to share all your different releases on my stories and I'll put links so that everyone can get go directly to them after the show awesome when I get a chance today and anything else you want to share just um you know you can keep up with all things Leanne Tooker comedy uh either on my website that's got my schedule on there it's Leanne with two e's and, and we're gonna plug N's. that too at the end of the show oh, sorry, no great. you can do both I'm like let me throw it in there no people. you can do it both <laughs> I'm just letting you know I yeah. got your back too great. so we're gonna do I both so yeah they can on your website which yep. is leannetooker.com right it's Tooker like hooker but with a t <laughs> Not not similar in profession, but similar in sound. <laughs> no, she hooks you in with her jokes. <laughs> but if, honestly, if I don't say that, I don't know how, but yes. they're mispronouncing Tooker. They're Tooker. like, Toker, Tooker, Tooker. <laughs> I'm like, no. Tooker. I'm like, like Booker, yes. Tooker. Or they'll go, Tooker, where'd you take her? <laughs> Let me do the jokes, dude, okay? <laughs> You're like, there's Have one comedian seat. here. It's, yeah, it's and me. it's not you. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so our next segment is audience question of the week. So we love hearing from our listeners and supporters. The question I posed on my social media was, when was the last time you laughed really hard? Hashtag laugh about it. And these are the responses we received. So on anonymous responses on Instagram, someone says, watching a video of this llama on TikTok. The animal videos always Was get the like the most. Was wearing a night guard? <laughs> they do have some big teeth. Yeah. That wasn't a llama. That was me in my night guard. <laughs> and then someone says a few hours ago at a meme, which is one of my hobbies. I love looking at memes. It's just so fun and relaxing. And then Facebook responses. Denise Henry says, today at when Cindy posted a video of kids doing funny things, it was hilarious. And Gerilyn said, just the other day with my hubby. And then we had a leftover question from last week because this got so many responses like from people all over the world I had to split it into three episodes I love that everyone's laughing so much yes. and they all have stories exactly <laughs> and a question was who is your favorite comedian and why and this IG anonymous response said Mark Rebelet because he also knows how to play music and his humor is golden they gave me so many great comedians that I would have never even heard of before and you know they have all these great platforms now like dry bar comedy and places where comedians are able to get their work out there and so that's been super cool 
And so now for our next segment, it's Let's Go. And this is where I review live comedy shows, events, and movies I've seen or attended recently. So I've been going to, of course, with me having a comedy radio show now. I get invited to a lot of shows, but I also like to pay for those shows. I don't like people just giving me stuff for free. See that? Follow her. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Because I like to support. And so, but they're like, your promotion supports you. I was like, I know, but if I got a few bucks, let me support you, you know? And so last Thursday, I went to the Best of 805, hosted by Miss Alanette, who's an 805 legend, Denise Carter as well, 805 legend, Phil Medina, and Bobby Hall and Big Citric at Levity Live, which I was telling you about Levity Live. And that was so much fun. It was great, especially for a Thursday. They almost packed that. It was pretty much like sold out. Wow. And it was so great to see everyone there and the different cultures of the comedians. So the two of the comedians I'd never seen before, Bobby Hall and Big Citric. And so Bobby Hall, he comes out there, he's this tall black guy, has this beautiful like Frederick Douglass like type Afro hair, like salt and pepper. He's so handsome, so hilarious. And he comes out there and he's just like, boom, his energy is so great. Love his storytelling. And he adds like some his black history facts in there. Oh, wow. I wasn't even expecting that. Yeah, and so awesome. I always love seeing, like I love comedy so much that it never gets old, like seeing someone do what they love and then meeting another new comedian that you can add to someone you can support. And so he was so great. And then Big Citric, he was a Latino guy. He's older, I wanna say, he said he's like, I think 55, 56. And he was, or between 54 and 56, and he was sharing in his story how he used to be like obese and you would never notice it looking at him now oh, he's wow. in such great shape but he just was so funny as well and hearing the way just his voice was really funny too like it has like I don't even know how to like do it but this sound well, that sounded pretty good I mean I don't know what he sounds like <laughs> but, but that sounded- I do like impersonations of, or impressions but I cannot do it on the spot like I have to just if I'm listening and having fun I'll do it but if someone's like do it and go and I'm like <gasps> it's, it's not the same as singing or, or performing or speaking so that was a fun show. And then lastly, I went to see Zainab Johnson, who I yes. love her. She's hilarious. And that was on Sunday. And she did a full hour. And so that was hosted by Denise Carter. And then Andre Kelly came in. I'd never heard of him before. He's this tall, buff black guy who's almost 60, but looks, he's a silver fox too. And fellas, he's single. And so, but he doesn't tell fellas, you. Dang it. <laughs> but he, I was just thinking, I need to move to Oxnard. It's <laughs> already a beautiful drive out here. I'm hearing about all these handsome men, yes. <laughs> older men, telling Joe. I'm like, girl, I'm about to get my ass out here. <laughs> and so it was so funny. I'll because, be back, okay? <laughs> yeah, see, but he fools you because he comes out there, he's all buff. You're not expecting him. Ooh, and then I like it. when I they like and then when he starts going on and they're like, what is it? You don't like chocolate? And he's like, I like chocolate, but with <laughs> and you can put the words in there. And then that's when he starts doing some more of the stereotypical type LGBTQ plus jokes. But it was so funny because they were like, I they're like, look at you, you're tall and you're buff. And he's like, I know, I'm a new version. <laughs> and so that was a really fun show. Zaynab was incredible, loved it. And she's has some of that dark humor too. And so it was just really great. And so, and I have three comedy shows I'm going to this week. This is like a record breaking. I know I'm like, couldn't believe it, but I'm excited. And so lastly, for our final segment, before we wrap up, this is It's All Good. And this is where we share a good news story that is happening. We all need more good news, positivity, and optimism. We are often only hearing about the negative and bad things happening, but there are also great things happening too. There are good things to celebrate. So this story from the goodnewsnetwork.org, 
from February 15th, so just last week. And what's great is you can actually sign up to receive a good news story sent to your email every day instead of us only just hearing bad news. We should all (laughs) sign up. I'm not kidding. It's so bad for your mental to just have negativity nonstop. And so this story says, a 23-year-old woman just set the Talisker Challenge record for the fastest solo solo row across the Atlantic. So departing from the Canary Islands on the 10th of December, Miriam Payne rode 59 days, 16 hours, and 36 minutes before arriving in Antigua last Friday. Wow. The extraordinary feat was accomplished to raise money for the East Yorkshire Charity Wellbeing of Women and Mind, Hull and East Yorkshire for which was more, she raised more than $14,200. The last eight to 10 miles were actually really hard, Miriam told the BBC. It's that point where you know you're there and you've done it, but you just have to finish it off. So eight miles is nothing in the grand scheme of 3,000 or whatever, but it felt like some of the longest. The event was the Talisker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge described as the toughest endurance event on earth. No support is allowed. All food, water, and other necessities must be brought along. Talisker describes the Atlantic Challenge thusly. Sleep deprivation, hallucinations, (laughs) hunger, and ultimate test of body and mind will be balanced by sight, sighting incredible marine life, witnessing the breaking of a new day and the sunsets that cannot be viewed by land. She rode 15 hours per day alone in the Atlantic Ocean during 86 degree Fahrenheit days with strong winds. She spent Christmas Day rowing and during parts of the journey was closer to crew on the International Space Station than to anyone else. The week before last, I thought I wasn't going to get the record anymore because the wind dropped and I was going nowhere, she told the Guardian. There was one day where I rode 18 hours and got less than 10 miles. So that was pretty demoralizing. I could just feel (laughs) the race record slipping away. She felt she received a burst of energy when approaching Antigua. She could hear the screams from her family and friends waiting for her. GNN reported last month of the friendship and of of a set of two or a team of two sets of twins, all of whom were brothers who embarked on the same challenge. Can you believe that? First off, girl power. That is amazing. It's about to be Women's Month and Women's International Day next month. And for her to do that at any age, but 23 years old and to, and to you know, set a cross on this feet, I couldn't That's imagine. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> I'm you, also thinking that might be a good way for me to lose some weight. If you... <laughs> You're like, you can only put in the boat, like what you can, you know what I yes. mean? But then also, just imagine. I'll show up at the end, like, finally, my goal weight. I can't walk, but my goal weight. And her arm, she can't move anything. I know she was tired for like ever. Oh, I'm like, and how does she even use the restroom? You know, we don't have to go into those details, because but I'm wondering some of those things you wonder, like, how is it even possible to do regular human stuff? I'm laughing at bathroom humor but seriously it's another incentive not to eat that's why the diet works (laughs) it's like "Mm, if i don't eat then i don't have to make a mess either so you were so silly (laughs) you look good though girl you better rock all those curves and that vivacious lusciousness that you've been gifted (laughs) so we want to thank you so much for tuning into episode six of laugh about it with sade champagne on kjbu 99.3 fm thank you to our special guest leanne tucker thank you so much for having me this has just been a really great start to my day the rest of my day i'm gonna be in a good mood they're gonna be like what's wrong with you (laughs) you had to be there you have such a great spirit anyway so i'm very thankful to you and so make sure you follow leanne on ig at L-E-E-A-N-N Tooker T-O-O-K-E-R Facebook Funny Leanne Tooker 
Twitter, Leanne Tucker. She made it so simple for us. YouTube, Westside Tucker. And her official website is leannetucker.com. And you can also book her there as well. I love to use my platform, energy, and gifts and talents to make a positive impact in my community and around the world. My upcoming live and virtual schedule is always posted on my social media stories. And you can book me there or via email. Also, you'll see all the guests I have on there, their upcoming events, what they're doing. Like I said, with Leanne, I'm going to post about her album, about her show, all the things, her book, and what you can support. And so we're going to be back next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time with a brand new episode with headlining professional comedian, actor, and entertainer Ellis Wynn. For our final song, you know, I want to play one of my original songs because that's what you do when you have your own show. Do it. This is called Color My Heart. It was co-written by me and the Quakes and executive produced by the Quakes. And I'm excited for you all to hear. Oh, and Alberto Moreno Hernandez from Spain. So let's get it going. Thank you all so much for joining me. You color my heart, you color my heart with love. Yeah, that's just who you are. You color my heart with love. You are beautiful, wonderful. I've been dreaming of you. You are Shiny champagne, laugh about 
Chardonnay, Champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With Chardonnay, Champagne, joy is our superpower. Always takes us higher when life is feeling low. We will blossom like a flower, fill our mouths with laughter, gives us strength to glow. Special guest comedians, funny stories, segments too. We want to know what makes you laugh, what brings you joy when you are blue. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your family, tell a friend. Laughter is a gift for all, so share your smile and let's stand tall. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shoddy champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shoddy champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shoddy champagne. You're listening to 993FM KJBU Oxnard. Live streaming at 99 T H R E E F M. That's 993FM.com.